You've entered the Prosperity Dimension. A dimension of sci-fi adventure. A dimension of small biz excitement. A dimension where Nicole Fendi shows you how to build your profits and have a swashbuckling good time. And now, here's Nicole Fendi. Welcome back to the Prosperity Dimension. I'm your host, Nicole Fendi. This week, we have the person who my book would not exist without, yes, the illustrator, Andrea Montano. She is the brains and talent behind all the illustrations in my book. I cannot be more appreciative of her vision and what she did with my vision. Andrea Montano is an illustrator who is dedicated to working with clients and companies all over the world to create colorful, professional artwork. And may I say, she delivers. <laughs> so, Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited. <laughs> well, and I have to tell our listeners, this is the first time Andrea and I have actually spoken. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> My voice has been discovered. It's no longer a secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I found Andrea. I was searching through online trying to mm. find an artist for my book. I'm not even sure where I found you originally. Mm-hmm. And it's always been by email. That's correct. That's right. And simply that's the way all of my clients communicate. I only had a few who actually prefer the personal contact, but mm-hmm. most of them would rather send emails or messages to me. And it's easier for me because I can actually ask detailed questions about a specific direction that they want. And it just makes life easier. Right. Now, I'm going to ask something because it seems to be a debated topic. And mm. maybe you'll know the answer. When I was looking for you, I was looking at the style of, I always pronounced as manga, mm-hmm. but I have heard since then it's pronounced manga, or maybe the manga. it's manga. manga. Is that the right way to say it? Manga. Yeah, it is manga. That's right. Okay. So now I know it's a manga style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it wrong. It's fine. I mean, I think as long as people understand what it is, and it's funny because in Spanish, manga is a part of the sleeve of your shirt. So when I was <laughs> listening to the term of what they will say comics in Japan, I would be like, oh, that's an interesting name. <laughs> so so you're from, where are you from originally, Andrea? I'm from Colombia. I'm from Barranquilla, which is, everybody tells me, oh, you're from where Shakira is from. Like, yeah. And Sofia Vergara, yes, that's right. And we all have a funny streak in us all of us are like very we try to be very jovial and funny and happy and but yeah that's I came in 2000 when I was very young when I was around 13 and but I always been interested in art Mm -hmm. my parents when I was living in Colombia they understood that I liked that and they placed me in different art classes and that's what I always wanted to be was an artist it was very clear to me when I was like a very young person so with manga, to say that correctly, mm-hmm. manga, it's particularly interesting to me because when I was looking for, you know, an artist, I was looking at someone who would draw the main character, Brenna Rain, who's my alter mm-hmm. ego, in mm-hmm. a way that I could relate to because she was supposed to be me, right, in this other dimension. Right. Were you that into manga before we started working together? 
Oh, yes. Thanks. Uh, and even if my friends and family will listen to this, they will all say, yes, you are still. <laughs> <laughs> because like the thing is that it comes from the background where I'm from in Colombia. The shows and the books mostly published are from Japan or from United States, okay. especially TV shows. So I was always inspired by that style. And when I grew older and I understood that there were comics about it too, and especially when I came here, it was easier to access the comics, the manga comics. I was like, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, I always been, I mean, it's funny because when I went to high school, I didn't went to a regular high school, I went to a magnet school of art. Oh, and my okay. teachers told me, I know you like this, but you also have to understand realism. You need to understand the world around you. And if you keep two sketchbooks, one for yourself for your manga style, another one for your realism, then you can do both and well be happy and you'll be happy because we need to assess you from the realism aspect of your artwork. And that's how I was able to develop styles is thanks to my high school. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I always been into manga a lot. I mean, it's basically what I, I love it. I love the shows. I love the storylines. I love how they explore art in so many even in manga there's different styles too so there's really? always a yeah definitely i didn't there's know always, that so tell us mm -hmm. a little bit more i didn't know there were different styles within it oh there are people who are way more like slice of life sort of style i'm a little bit more simplistic softer kind of a watercolor look and, and then you have the extreme action I mean, they tend to direct the audience toward boys, but, but it doesn't matter because everybody loves it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. so that's a little bit more action-driven. It's still stylistic, but it's definitely with, like, extreme character designs, very colorful, very prominent. And then you have the more serious, more towards adults. You could call it like a series of, like you watch on TV, it could be police, it could be drama, it could be historical, it could be, that's, I mean, there's always something a little bit for everyone when it comes to manga. There's no age for manga. It's, you can read whatever you want. So where would you put the prosperity dimension and all the work you've done for my book? Where would it fit in that spectrum? I think it will fit between the age of 15 and up. It's because I think young people are extremely smart, especially when it comes to business. I mean, I've seen, I used to teach the kids love that like connection between something that doesn't make them feel like they're dumb and something that makes them feel intelligent and the combination of cartoons. So like they will understand in comics, like different complex situations. For example, there's even also a manga for algebra for chemistry really yes it is oh i feel like i fit right in now exactly <laughs> those that's why i was like oh this is those kind of books awesome i'm all in and there were times just for our viewers know there'd be times it'd be like well i have this really so stan the sentient plant okay stan yeah. the sentient plant all I told Andrea, I want our listeners to know this, was, yeah, I have this sentient plant. He communicates through smell. Can you do something? Sure. <laughs> you made Stan so cool. I mean, I love him. I just love him. And that's, I mean, I'm so thankful to have found you because, I mean, obviously, I think the story's good just how I wrote it. But you gave it this other level and texture beyond which I had in my head. Oh, and God. That's <laughs> like I look at the characters and I go, wow. 
That's so neat. But Stan, yeah, I had no image in my head. I just thought Mm -hmm. plant that communicates with scent. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally, those were like the two or three sentences Andrea got. And she came up with this amazing illustration. And in a new character trading deck, Mm -hmm. she created another, a female Stan, Lucidia, for one of the sponsors of my book. So Mm -hmm. a different take on Stan, the female take. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly and then you told me it's like i want her to be like a princess like somebody higher better and i was like okay fine i can do that too. <laughs> right. i love that now as an artist when you work with business people or when you have clients and they're coming to you what are some tips you can give for someone who's coming to you like you know when we first connected i'd worked with artists before so i'd mm. had some experience giving feedback. But Mm -hmm. for someone who's never worked with an artist before and they want to, maybe as have you illustrate something or just, Mm -hmm. you know, for some business concept, what are some tips you can give that they can be most effective when they come to work with you? Well, it's always comes to information. And I mean, some artists rather have like very detailed information. Some others just want some like an idea. I feel that as long as you have something in mind and I can see details, it doesn't have to be a dictionary of details. It has to be, <laughs> you know, it could be something like three or four or five sentences of, well, this is my idea and this is what I think it is. Then I'll ask you questions and then you expand it from there because I understand that not everybody's going to have that, that crisp idea in their mind. The one is somebody that solidify that for them, somebody who can produce that for them. As long as you have the idea, and you don't tell me, like, I want a character. And I'll be like, okay, what kind of character do you want? <laughs> you know? I met okay, let's like narrow that. it down. Can you give me a it gender can... or at least a race? I mean, exactly. you know, is it human? Oh, <laughs> I know. And I was like, please just tell me and I like what you want. It doesn't have to be perfect. I'll ask you questions and then we can take it from there. And that's how I come up with visions. And I'll tell you, well, maybe I could do this, maybe I could do that. And then I'll do them and just start sketching. When I did your drawings, for example, I didn't just do a character. I don't know if you remember. I did like a piece of paper or two of just different poses, different yep. takes of how I felt the characters. Like, oh, maybe it's like this or maybe like because she told me that she's strong. But then I started like really like and also the references too, like. I pull out the Star Wars reference, the Star Trek references. I was like, well, I don't need a uniform. She has to look tough, but not intimidating. And that's when I start drawing and just tracing until something just clicks between you and me. And Mm -hmm. then we polish that and we make it pretty. (laughs) I do remember. And that was something I appreciated is you'd give me these quick sketches and For business people listening who haven't worked with an illustrator before, when you know you're working with someone that is qualified, that you gave me, because my other illustrator I worked with did the same thing. It's these Mm -hmm. quick sketch to get an idea, to say, am I going in the right direction? So you're not wasting your time or my time drawing something that's totally not what I wanted. And I also appreciated, and this is something whenever you work with an artist, is artists who can take feedback. When you and I were working together, it'd be times I'm like, well, I kind of had this in mind. Mm-hmm. And you were great about coming back and tweaking it. Yeah. Why not? I mean, that's the thing is you don't know if you don't explore it. And even if the idea is bad, you can always go back to the previous point and then keep that previous design or keep the edit design. It's, it doesn't have to be like well, I have to stick to the updated design because I need that change. Like, no, let us 
explore that update. And if that update works, awesome. But if that doesn't work, I'll let you know. I'll be like, respectfully, obviously, I'll be like, well, don't you think this looks a little bit too much? As a professional, I have to think of the design aspect and if everyone's going to like it, I have to think mm -hmm. of also the audience. I mean, between, obviously, between you and I, we have an idea, but now I have to think of, well, how other people are going to perceive this. And if that tweak works, then it's okay because it's like, okay, the, probably the audience is not going to have an issue with that particular change. And then, then you have another aspect. It's like, oh, maybe that's not going to work. It's like a struggle, like a balance, you know, it's like, well, Maybe this is going to work, maybe this is not going to work, but that comes with like experience, knowing people, reading, understanding mm -hmm. what people like, mm -hmm. understanding design, understanding simply what the character is about, making sure that it's clear that the people know what the character is about because simplicity sometimes works and it has to be clear. I mean, you could have the most detailed character in the universe, but if the audience doesn't know who that is, they're going to say, well, that's a very pretty cool drawing, but I can't connect. And it's all about connections. Well, that's a great point. Mm -hmm. Any good character, whether it's a, a character in a manga style book mm -hmm. or even our own character as people, mm -hmm. when we connect, that's the power. That's right. If something clicks into that particular person that in the express people can recommend your book or any story as long as the connection is made and obviously that comes with a good story because a good story is really important as well as good artwork so if you put those together i think we always do a good job it's so important to make sure that those two components are in the right directions yeah i love that We've talked a bit about from the business person's end. Right. Now, let's talk for a minute about fellow artists that are listening. So mm -hmm. let's say there's artists or aspiring artists, aspiring professional artists, because mm -hmm. the minute you start picking up and drawing and creating, you're an artist. Yeah. I'm a big believer in the minute you own that title or start to own that title, you are. So let's say professional, aspiring professional or someone who would like to make a living doing it mm -hmm. like you do. What are a couple tips or suggestions you would give them as they look to become a professional who makes their living doing art? Well, we live in this time of technology and the internet, and to some artists can be intimidating. I will say, please invest on a website. Please invest on having a good portfolio. Please understand you have to make it clear that people can find you. Because it's so funny, I was just reading the other day, about this really well-known artist and she was like you know i was trying to recommend three or four artists for this big gig and i couldn't do it because it's three or four artists despite being extremely good at what they do they didn't have a really good website their images were always clashing it wasn't organized it was hard to explore my cell phone was always breaking because it had a lot of animation and that was unnecessary no, just make something simple that people can't find and just enjoy it. It doesn't have to be anything extraordinary. Make sure that you have good grades. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes, but now that we can explore information at this time of technology, of advanced technology, is you can research oh, what will be the best way for me to make a contract? What will be my rate if I'm beginning? What will be my price range if I'm doing a painting? Or where can I find other colleagues like me so I can hang out with them and make connections and just talk to them and making friendships? Because that's also very important as well. And a lot of people kind of don't understand. That's normal because I didn't know when I was beginning and it took me 
life experiences to understand that. It's like, oh, this is what you need to do. I had to read about business. I had to read about making a website. I had to do a lot of research about how to make my website be found and making sure that clients come to me, how to communicate with clients. And like, I went to a very good college where I wish I would explore that more. It was a different time. But it was a very good school when it came to like doing the proper techniques and drawing and inking. And it was an excellent school for really making sure that your skills were to the level that anybody could hire you. But the basics of business, they weren't there. I think now they have that. Now they have like a minor in business that people can actually take. But in my time, it was just beginning. I was about to graduate and I couldn't take it. I couldn't away from that. So I had to do it on my own. Well, I'm going to throw in a shameless plug here and say, <laughs> if you want to enjoy Andrea's art, a good science fiction story, and mm. learn about business, you should buy The Prosperity Dimension. That's right. <laughs> the book. Correct. <laughs> and you can That's get right. a free chapter at scifibiz.com. You can mm-hmm. download a free chapter that had to be put in. <laughs> I will add that Andrea has a wonderful website. I'm going to give it in a second, and it will be in the show notes. The website is montanogallery.com, M-O-N-T-A-N-O-G-A-L-L-E-R-Y.com, and that will be in the show notes as well. And when I first found you, Andrea, it was on a different site, but it linked back to your site. Mm -hmm. And as you were talking, I thought, hmm, this is great because it was, I think, a site for manga artists. Like maybe Mm -hmm. it was, I can't remember what site it was. Do you know of one that you might advertise on? Maybe it was Comic Art Commissions. Yes. Say that again. Comic Art Commissions. Comic, yes. And I found you there. And what appealed to me was how you drew women because I wanted my woman to look like I would be, because I cosplay my character. Mm -hmm. I dress up as Brenna. So I wanted to be comfortable with how I would be dressing up. (laughs) Uh, No problem. I mean, the thing is that I get hired to do all sorts of different women. And it's like you have the strong will, you have the innocent, you have the, you know, the sexy one, or you have the pinup ones. And it's just all different, you know? And when you told me, I want this kind of character I immediately knew what you wanted because I mean it's your character the part of the story I mean there's no need to make her look different when you really told me exactly what the personality what you wanted and obviously the personality comes with the dress has to tell her personality her haircut her look how she looks at people her expressions and what kind of guns will she wear because obviously she has weapons Right. She's, she's a awesome. bounty hunter. <laughs> exactly. What kind of boots does she wear? I mean, that's the thing. Is like, it's not only the personality. Is that that personality has to be reflected on the design. And then you have mm-hmm. to think of, if I was this person, what would I wear? Or if I knew a person like this, how would I think she would wear this or that? And that's how you. That's how I create design. It's like I start thinking, well. How can I do this? How can I do that? It's all it's kind of a psychological. A little bit yeah, too, it's so. very interesting hearing <laughs> you talk because, so just so the listeners know, you know, first we did characters, so I made sure I was comfortable with Andrea's style and she got my vision. And then we moved to comic pages and mm-hmm. I would give her like the dialogue and maybe a little bit about what was happening and she mm-hmm. filled in the rest. Mm-hmm. It would almost be like a surprise for me, like, ooh, what's it going to look like when I get it? <laughs> In a good way. I had fun when I'd get them back. What you just described, you are very good at playing out the character in the illustration it was consistent i also did research like my husband loves star trek 
so and I love Star Wars. So I was like, well, how can I combine the two without infringing any copyright, obviously? Right. And then not only that, but my husband also has a series of collection of different ships. Like he actually makes them. I would just look at them and be like, well, how can I make that futuristic? And that's how I came up with the idea of your ships, more or less. And I just simply, I mean, thank goodness that my husband is almost like me. And I would look at these designs and be like, oh, man, I, I would love to make something like that, but like sci-fi version, like Star Trek version. And that's how that idea rolled with your ships. And you have to understand also, it's like the context. If you don't understand the context, then how can you design something you don't know? You have to come from a place that you have to be familiarized mm-hmm. with something so i do the research i start reading i start looking at designs i'd be like oh that's really cool i don't think that's gonna work so you start looking and getting inspired because that's the thing artists inspire other artists you don't want to copy anything as well but at the same time you'd be like oh this is really cool looking or oh i like how this shine looks is and, and that's very really normal with artists it's like when they want to explore something and they explore different types of artists they get inspiration from the renaissance or they get inspiration from other types of art periods or they just start looking at designs of like trucks or ship or they make a toy on their own they make a sculpture and they start tweaking on it it's like there's so many different ways for artists to get inspired for me it's just research knowing learning looking i mean Thank goodness that my husband has so many ships that I was able to look at them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love the, you know, I love the ships that you created and they're very distinct. They're each very distinct. So it's, again, it was fun to open up and look and see, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever I would send something off to you, okay, this is what I'm thinking about and getting the sketches back and Mm -hmm. seeing it come to life. It was fun. It was fun. That's for sure. (laughs) So part of what I did with my book launch is I created trading cards. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they were using the illustrations you did. As a thank you, there were three people. Tori, who is, I call her my book doula, who was <laughs> the one who made sure I gave birth to the book. And <laughs> Monette was my editor, who made right. sure the book was well written. And you, my illustrator. It wouldn't be a graphic novel without you. <laughs> you know, I said, okay, I'm going to, and to be clear to my listeners, I paid for this. I didn't expect you to give me a freebie. Don't ask your illustrators for freebies. Pay them. They deserve That's it. That's right. Pay, <laughs> pay them. Feed the, and, feed the artist. <laughs> That's right. Feed the artist and pay them on time. Don't say, well, I can't pay you for two weeks. When they deliver, you pay. I have a number of artist friends, and that's one of their big complaints is people who don't pay on time. If you don't have the money, then don't hire them. That's right. You know, I mean, I'm putting enough emphasis on that. (laughs) So, you know, I would, if I were at a point where I was like, okay, I had to make sure I have the chunk of change for the next piece of this, Mm -hmm. you know, I would wait before I would have her start, you know, be very respectful of that. That's how they're making their living. That's true. So going back. So I wanted to be clear. I paid for this illustration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said, well, you can create your own character and you created a character called Pine Bee. That's right. Tell us a little bit about your alter ego. Who is she? Why why did you pick her? Well, based on the story that you had since I helped you create it, I understood what was going on. I said, well, maybe in the story, this other me, this this version of me could be like a person who like understands not only the different planets or satellites or planets or whatever, but by just designing like the maps or whatever, understands 
what kind of ships do you need? What kind of cars do you need? Is it dangerous to go there? What kind of equipment do you need? And it will be obviously this information. We'll be giving that a price because why not? Right? <laughs> exactly. Because it has to, hey, I have to survive, right? So, <laughs> and I wanted to do something, a character based on your story, not a copy paste, but something related to what I usually do, but depending on the environment of your story. And I wanted to make her look like somebody who has very good vision. So that's why I draw her like four eyes. Yeah, I love that, by the way. I drew the puffy hair because I have puffy hair. Okay, well, that makes two of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. And I said, well, I'm going to exaggerate my puffiness. So I'm going to make her like fluffy and beautiful with that, you know, with two strokes of it. And I'm the kind of person who likes to dress very sports-like. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give her like a very sportsy, but obviously higher gear kind of like a uniform almost that she will feel comfortable in uh, exploring these different lands and understanding and adding that technology and drawing it because she doesn't scan it she draws it because then she adds notes to well this doesn't work or gotta be careful around this one and that's when she draws like warnings and stuff it's not just a map but a very detailed map that you can't find anywhere else in the universe right right so that's why you have to buy it because this is like very deep information about planets or areas that you can't find anywhere else so right that's what, what, I what did you realize about yourself as you created your alter ego would it bring anything up for you i think it showed that I, well practical i'm a practical uh-huh. person you make something you need something in exchange <laughs> so, right i love that so, i was like yeah that's definitely me <laughs> and i don't know i just wanted to make somebody cute and jovial without being uh, too extremely jovial or too cutesy, you know, what is right. somebody that, you know, okay, you may think that, or a character may think that they can take advantage of this person, but they can't because it's like, well, if you don't want this information, I can just go somewhere else and give it to somebody else. And that's, you know, it's that kind of thing. I just wanted to create a character like that that doesn't get, you know, taken advantage of. Right. So Wonderful. And you did a fantastic job. I love Pine Bee. And I've already decided all my new characters are going to find a home in the stories somewhere. Oh, good. Stories. Oh, yes. Oh, sweet. Yes, yes. Oh, we'll be working together again. I just have to promote this book first. <laughs> I know. I placed pictures of the book in Instagram, and people loved it. And they were like, oh, where did you get this? I'm like, I did it. And the writer did it, too. So <laughs> a lot of people loved it. I was like, well, you can pay here. That's right. <laughs> you can buy it. It's on Amazon. <laughs> and as a reminder, yes, you can buy the book directly on Amazon, The Prosperity Dimension. So, Andrea, thank you so much for joining me today. Any last thoughts or comments or promos you want to share with our listeners? Please go to montanagallery.com. I am very patient. I like to talk and understand your design. Please make a budget before you speak to me or another artist. But usually I try to understand your vision and I try my best to make that vision to be complete and well polished for sale or just to hang out on your wall or anything you want everybody has their own different commissions of whatever purpose you want but i completely understand i'll just do my best to make sure you have the best illustration that you can be proud of fantastic thank you again andrea for joining us it's at montanogallery.com that will also be in the show note Mm mm-hmm 
Just a reminder, you can keep the adventure going. Visit scifibiz.com today and download your free chapter of The Prosperity Dimension. You can also learn about upcoming guests and other behind-the-scenes details. That's scifibiz.com. These show notes will be there and the links to Andrea. And you can also just message me because I tell you, I love Andrea. You cannot go wrong hiring her. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I'm Nicole Fendi, and this is The Prosperity Dimension, where sci-fi, small business, and profit collide.